Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. There is a heavenly need, and that need proceeds from the very heartbeat of God. Ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to this episode, I want us to see how we can respond to that divine need. Lord, send me. Ladies and gentlemen, in the scriptures, we see God express his heartbeat in various ways. There is one important one that I want to draw our attention to today. So allow me to walk you through the Bible a little bit, you know, not the entire Bible, but, you know, up to a certain point. Allow me to do so today. So we see God expressing his heartbeat in Genesis. Uh, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, and so on. And so I'm going to be capturing these, uh, one of such, you know, for us. Now, you can realize that in the book of Genesis, we see God interacting with man. And you can see how that when man fell from grace, if you like, and went into sin, and uh, to a point where God wanted to destroy the entire world, the mercy of God did something spectacular. He looked for someone. He looked for someone who would save those who might believe. And so the Bible makes us to understand that Noah found grace. Noah found grace before the Lord. So God was looking for someone who would build an ark, who would save a generation without getting perished. And so Noah would be the one over here to respond to that call. Lord, send me. Now, what about in the book of Exodus? In the book of Exodus, once again, what do we see? We see God's chosen people, you know, and there's a history to this in the scriptures. It comes from Genesis through Abraham. Remember in Genesis 12, God wanted to call someone from the land of Ur and he found Abraham at the time as he was called from the land of Ur from his father's house, Terah, who was a pagan. God called Abraham out of the house of Terah and uh, really gave him a, a, you know, some instructions. I need to send you out of this place. I need you out of your father's house, Abraham. I need you to leave this place to raise a generation for me. In you shall the nations of the world, of the earth, be blessed. Abraham, obviously, we all know the story. He responded to the call of God in Genesis chapter 12. Lord, send me. Now, let's come to Exodus. Exodus, which is what I mentioned earlier on. We see Moses. And so from that history that I talked about with Abraham, who became Abraham, a generation proceeded out of him who became the Israelites. They became slaves in Egypt for several years. In fact, for over 400 years, they were slaves in Egypt. But God needed someone to move them out of the land of Pharaoh. Guess who you know the story already in the book of Exodus chapter 3. God finds Moses in the wilderness who was going about his father-in-law's work, uh, taking care of the sheep in the desert. And a bush is on fire, but the bush is not getting bent. God catches the attention of Moses and says to Moses, Moses, I need to send you. I need to send you. 
after a bit of back and forth and a little bit of reluctance from Moses, we know the story. Moses obviously responded to that call and got the job done. So we might say Moses responded, Lord, send me. What do we see in the book of Leviticus? In the book of Leviticus, God is looking again for someone who would establish, you know, the ordinances or someone who would serve, you know, the tabernacle. He's looking for someone who would do the work of the ministry, you know, as it were. And so we needed someone to do this, to, 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 to render the sacrifices on behalf of Israel. And God needed to choose someone to do so. Over here, Aaron and his sons, as we know in the scriptures, would be those that God would say to Moses, anoint Aaron and his sons that they may serve, that they may serve. And so Aaron and his sons obviously responded to that call, Lord, send me. In the book of Numbers, which is where we see uh, Israel's military formation, if you like, how that they moved in the wilderness, the Ark of the Tabernacle, uh, and the Tabernacle, if you like, right in the center of them, and all these 12 tribes, you know, three on each side, you know, in that formation, they moved through the wilderness on their way to the promised land. God needed someone to put that structure in place. And we do know the story, Moses was the one who did so. And Moses there responded, Lord, send me. In the book of Deuteronomy, by the way, Deuteronomy stands, there are two words brought together here. Deut, from which we have the word dual in English, or the word duo, which means second, or two, or if you like, two or a second. And then onomos, which is the word law, from which we have the word law. And so Deuteronomy, you know, is, means second reading of the law. And so in the book of Deuteronomy, God needed to remind his people Israel about the law, which he gave unto them in Exodus. They needed to be reminded again and again. Now, I love it when the scripture says in Romans chapter 10 and the verse number 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of Christ. So hearing is not enough. We must hear and hear and keep hearing. And so God knew this. He needed to remind his people about the law. And so someone needed to read this law of God into the ears of his people. Moses would be the one to rise to that challenge. Moses responded, Lord, send me. What about the book of Joshua? Now remember, after Moses died, God needed someone who would continue with the work of the kingdom. And he needed someone who would be strong and of good courage to take his people, Israel, into the promised land. God comes into town, chooses this man called Joshua. And Joshua, the son of Nun, would be the one to respond to that call. God says to him, be of good courage, be of good courage. Joshua would be the one to respond to that call. Lord, send me. Oh, how beautiful, how beautiful. 
What about the book of Judges? In the book of Judges, and after Joshua dies, we see how that there was no king, and so everyone did what was right in their in their own eyes. And we see in this uh, important book of uh, Judges, there was a time. In fact, the very first two verses, uh, they needed to go into battle against the Philistines, and they cried out to the Lord, Lord, who will go to fight the Philistines for us? They needed someone to lead. They needed someone to 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 lead that charge and deliver them from their enemies. And of course, God also being his people uh, that he needed to lead out into battle and to cause them to be free from the oppression of their enemies, God needed someone who would lead that charge. And there the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Judah, the tribe of Judah, responded to that call. Lord, send me. Throughout the book of Judges, we see how that, you know, Judges were raised by God to lead the people of Israel into, into battle, to deliver them from their enemies. Several of them responded to the call and did the Lord's bidding, saying, Lord, send me. In the book of Ruth, oh, how beautiful that book is. We see how that a man called Elimelech and his wife Naomi, they left Jerusalem into the land of Moab for greener pastures. They had two sons, Malon and Chilion, who married the two women in the land of Moab. Uh, one was called Ruth and the other one was called Opa. A time came when Elimelech died. His sons, Malon and Chilion, also died. And Naomi decided to return to his land of Jeru to her land of Jerusalem. But guess what? These two women needed to make a decision now. Opa kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. Obviously, she had no husband and she went back to her people in Moab. But Ruth, Ruth, and that is where this beautiful story is in the book of Ruth. Ruth said, permit me not. Do not allow me to leave you. I will go with you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you sit, I will sit. Your God will also be my God. Ruth responded to something within her. She decided to follow after the God of Israel and followed Naomi. And they both came to the land of, of, of the people of God of Israel. Now, a beautiful story then begins when Ruth goes to the, to, the, to the field of Boaz and Boaz became the kinsman redeemer. God over here is looking for someone who would redeem Ruth. God is looking for someone here who would become one that would start the generation of the one who would become the Messiah, even Christ our Lord. And so Ruth becomes redeemed by Boaz who is the kinsman redeemer. Boaz responded to that call, Lord, send me. In the book of Samuel, oh, I love it in the book of Samuel, how that God is frustrated with Eli and Eli and his sons, they, 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 they frustrated the ministry and God is angry at them and he needed to raise someone afresh, someone who, who would be a person of integrity, who would lead Israel as a prophet in the place of Eli and his sons. And God comes to town and calls Samuel. Samuel doesn't know it is the voice of God. He runs to Eli. Samuel, he doesn't know it is the voice of God. He goes again to Eli. God calls Samuel, Samuel. Samuel would be the one to respond. Lord, speak. 
for thy servant heareth. Is it possible you listening to me today that God is calling you to? He is calling you to respond to him like he called Samuel. He persisted in calling his servant Samuel. I need you to carry this work for me, Samuel. I need you to do this thing for me. Is it possible that you listening to this podcast today, God is calling you to, to have a relationship with him? Samuel responded, Lord, send me. Will you also not respond today, friend? Will you not respond to his call upon your life? It may be that this is his voice speaking to you through this podcast, calling you, my son, my daughter, come unto me. It may be him speaking to your heart right now. And will you also not respond, Lord, send me. In the book of Kings and the book of Chronicles, oh, by the way, we see how that the kings of Israel, some of them responded to the call of God. Others led Israel into sin and idolatry. Those who responded were those who would have said to him, Lord, send me. Prominent among them would be David, a man after his own, after God's own heart. These all responded, Lord, send me. Will you also not respond today, child of God? Will he not respond to his voice calling you today? What do we see then in the book of Ezra and Nehemiah? I'll put those two together because in Ezra, Ezra the scribe leads the people out of captivity. The Jews that were in exile, they were led by Ezra the scribe, Zerubbabel the governor. Nehemiah at the time who was the king's cabra joins them in this mission to go and rebuild Jerusalem to go and institute the service and the worship of God in Jerusalem. Ezra responded to that call. Zerubbabel responded to that call. Nehemiah responded to that call. Lord, here I am. Lord, send me. They all responded to that call. Oh, then comes the book of Esther. By the way, the book of Esther is the only book in the Bible where the name God or the word God is not mentioned. However, we see his hand and his power move in that book. We see how that he may not be named, but we see his operations. It is possible also, child of God, that God, you may not see him in your life, but he's at work in you today. You may not hear his voice as loud as a thunder in heaven, but he is calling you and prodding your heart and is calling you today with a passion in your heart. It may be that you might not see him around, but he is calling you today. Will you not respond? Lord, send me. Esther responded to that call. Mordecai places him in the king's palace when she becomes queen and Queen Esther would be the one who would deliver Israel from the hands of their enemies. Esther responded to that call. Despite the risks that it took, she responded to that call. Lord, send me. And then through to the poetic books from Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Songs of Solomon, we see how that all these books speak to this theme of people responding, men and women responding to the call of God. But then the beautiful thing happens in the book of Isaiah. All these books of the Bible that I've mentioned from Genesis all the way to to the book of the Songs of Solomon, we see God coming in special ways. 
but we don't see the fullness of his revelation. We might see a little bit of that with his dealings with Elijah in the book of Kings, where we see thunderings, we see fire, we see a still small voice, we see all these mighty operations of God. But the only revelation that we see of God was what Isaiah begins to express to us in Isaiah chapter 6. In Isaiah chapter 6, what do we see? Oh, he said he saw the Lord in the year that King Uzziah died. He described the majesty that he saw. He described all the glory of what he saw. Angels, seraphim and cherubim with six wings, with two they covered their faces, two they covered their face, with two they flew. He saw this glorious power of God in operation in the heavens, in the vision. And the first time that we see man describing the, the, the power of God in such manner, describing the presence of God in such manner, when God finally spoke in that portion of scripture, what surprises us, God declares, who shall I send and who will go for us? The first time he reveals himself in such power, he had a question, who shall I send and who will go for us? Ah, we read how that Isaiah responded, Lord, send me. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that the Lord is looking for you also to respond today. It is that he is looking for you like Isaiah responded in Isaiah chapter 6 and the verse number 8. It is that when Jesus came in the New Testament to show us the character of God, all along we see him do something spectacular in the book of Mark chapter 3 and the verse number 14. We know how and why he called the twelve to be with him. The Bible said he called the twelve, he appointed the twelve that they might be with him, number one, and number two, that he might send them. Even in the New Testament, we see God's heartbeat in operation in the person of Jesus Christ. Friend, the Lord is looking to send you also. Will you and I not agree and say, Lord, here we are, send us. I choose to respond to that today. Lord, here I am, send me. I need you to join me in responding to that call. I need you to join me in saying, Lord, you appointed me that you might send me. You appointed me, first of all, that I might be with you, but secondly, that you might send me. And so, Lord, here I am, send me. Friend, if you are listening to this podcast today, it may be that God is looking for you. It may be that you chanced upon this podcast because God has been speaking to you over the past few days. It may be that God is knocking on your heart. It may be that he is looking to have a relationship with you. Will you not respond to his voice today? It begins by giving your life to Jesus. And I need you to say that prayer after me. Dear Lord, I recognize that I cannot save myself. I know that I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. I give my heart to you. I trust in you today. 
I believe you sent Jesus to die for me. You raised him from the dead that when I trust in him, I also rise into newness of life. From today, I make a decision to be yours and to be yours alone. From today, I declare and I confess that I belong to you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Please share this podcast on your social media platforms and to friends and family. And I will see you in the next one. God richly bless you. We hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.